Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Geek workers, entrepreneurs, and those who have just started their careers often face a similar problem when they set off on their journey, and that's a lack of capital. Now, for self-employed individuals, building a good credit score can have a unique set of challenges. And unlike salaried employees who receive regular paychecks and can demonstrate a consistent income stream, self-employed individuals often have fluctuating income patterns, and this variability can make it difficult for lenders to assess their credit worthiness. And predict their ability to repay debts as well, which, to a certain extent, does explain why many or some may see loans and credits as something to be avoided. Now, we've invited a guest from GXS Bank, the digital lender that's backed by Grab and Singtel, that understands the financial challenges as well as the difficulties faced by self-employed individuals. And knowing that access to financial opportunities is imperative for them, how do we break the notion that loans and credits are some? Something to be avoided. And how can we redefine loans as an empowering tool instead? Well, today we're going to find out exactly how we can make financial access work for you as self-employed individuals with Jen Ong, the head of credit products at GXS Bank. Good morning, Jen. How are you doing this morning? Hello, good morning. I'm good. Thank you. All right, Jen. Now let's get the ball rolling by getting your thoughts on who falls into the category of the financially underserved. For the underserved, um, we consider three distinct groups. So we have the gig workers, we have the early jobbers, and of course, a small business owner. So if I may, the gig workers are those who are typically not drawing a fixed income. For the early jobbers, like, you know, the, the Gen Zs and the young millennials who are just starting out in the workforce, they may not have a good credit bureau record or a credit history. Hence, you know, we consider them as what we term as thinly served or underserved consumers that we want to look out for. Yeah. And the other one is a small business owner. Right. Okay, thanks a lot for, Jen, for that, Jen. Now, when it comes to it, how then do we differentiate the financially unfortunate from the financially underserved? Yeah, so, you know, in, in terms of financials, right, I mean, we have those that are underserved, meaning that they may need to take a loan, but they have nowhere to go and take a loan. Mm. The financially unfortunate are those that, you know, not even thinking about taking a loan. They don't have the means for, I don't know, in, in, in my sense, um, their daily issues or emergencies that they need funds for. So okay. there are two different yeah. I see. All right, so it's one, it's like more of a lack of knowledge uh, in a sense, right? Yes. Mm. All right, thanks for that, Jen. Now, let's just talk about some of the challenges that's faced by the financially underserved individuals. And can you share with us some examples about those who are maybe just starting off the careers or are just self-employed? What kind of problems or difficulties do they face then? Yeah, so I think, you know, because we have a product that's already live in the market and from there we are getting a lot of insights. We speak to our customers to understand if we have addressed their pain points. So if we talk about, let's say we start with the self-employed, um, cash flow management mm. uh, is a big thing for them, right? Because it is not fixed. They don't know when sales will be better today or always or tomorrow, but yet they have to have enough stock out there. Mm. So when they have cash flow management, it's very hard for them to maintain inventory. So we, we have a customer who actually took out a loan product because of the flexibility that we are able to provide. So it's not locked down for an indefinite period of time. He needs it for two or three days and then that's fine. So we have been addressing all these needs uh, across all these underserved segments. 
Right. Thank you so much for that, Jen. Now, yes, before we dive into what GXS offers, let's talk about, you know, some issues that is, that the individuals face when it comes to traditional loans. Because, you know, let's just say many people who opt for the traditional loans or buy traditional banks, they're often quite structured and it may make them quite unhappy, but they still take them. So share with us how traditional loans are currently structured and what makes them so un- unappealing to the sound of uh, self-employed. Yes, Ken, I can address that. So if you look at what is being offered in the market today, usually it is pretty fixed in terms of loan tenor. It is pretty fixed in terms of interest rates. And, you know, for someone who wants to take a loan, those are the two things that they look for. But once they dig deeper, they will realize that, oh, you know, there's something known as a penalty fee or a processing fee or early repayment fee. Mm. Now, for customers who want a loan and really... The immediate need in mind is, for example, I need a few thousand dollars now. I may be able to pay it off in, I say, three months. But today, if you go to the market, they're telling you minimum is six months. Oh. And, and, oh, you know, if you take this loan, try to, you know, finish the tenure. Please do not pay early because that might be a penalty fee. Mm. Now, when, when customers are put in that corner, today you see a lot of products like this. To my mind, it really lacks flexibility and choice. You, you don't really have a choice. Mm. I, I need it for I need three thousand for two months, but there isn't a product like this out there. Or uh, instead, if there is a product like this out there, the yeah. interest rate can be a bit too high for me. So mm. these are the typical challenges that people face when they need to take a loan. Yeah, and it does turn them off quite a bit. In fact, because I uh, may may even to a certain extent cause them to load on on unnecessary debt. Would you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so I'm glad you brought it up. So one of the things that we wanted to make sure that customers do not get into what we call a debt trap. It's no point. I mean, if you need a loan, you need a loan. You, mm. you should find something that works for you. Yeah. Rather than, you know, getting yourself into a trap where you will always be in debt and yeah. you find it very hard to get out of. Yeah. yeah. And it's so sad. I mean, like, let's just say, it's like what you've mentioned as well. If they only need it for two months, but if forced to sign up for something like six months, that's, uh, I mean, the option... It shows that they're not very flexible on that end. Now then, at GXS, and one way you're addressing the multitude of issues that's faced by self-employed individuals when borrowing is the GXS Flexi Loan. And from my understanding, it is customizable. So share with us more about how the GXS Flexi Loan works and what makes it so ideal for these groups of people then. Thank you for the question. I'm really, really happy to do so. Um, you know, it is a product that we pride ourselves uh, to to have been developed for the underserved. Um, it is not just cliche, it is really what the pain points customers are facing today. Yeah. So the first thing I'll bring up is flexibility. Now, all of us at some point need a loan, at least I'm speaking for myself, right? I mean, mm. sometimes whether is it a rental loan, a housing loan, an unsecured loan. Yeah. The, the, the question is, loan is something that can be an enabler. So that's what we always keep in mind. Mm. We don't want customers to take it up and feel that they're burdened by it. Yeah. So the entire concept of flexi loan is about control and flexibility back to the consumers. Okay. So if I may, so flexibility. Um, you know, you know, you you may know that there, you know, there are times a proper time in a month that that is the time that you may have more cash flow. Mm. So you decide your repayment date. It's not something that I fix on you to say that hey, you know what, you're to pay me on the second of every month. It doesn't work this way. So if you think that there is cash flow that is usually, I don't know, stronger on the third week, you say, you know what, I, I think I prefer my payday, I mean, my due date to be on the 25th. And that's where we say, you know what, set your repayment date. 
Right. And there's also other flexibility. If you need it for a day, you use it for a day. You need it for two years, you use it for two years. Wow. Now, if you want to pay off, because let's say you took 5000 to renovate, uh, a mini renovation. Yeah. And you initially thought that you may need it for three months. Yeah. But let's say you, you have funds that came in 10 days later, pay it off. There is no penalty, no uh, processing fee at all. Wow. So, so if you think about it, this is really putting control back to the consumers. So mm. we don't make you feel as if you'll be burdened with that. Yeah. We are saying that use this as an enabler to help yourself and pay it off when you have the means to do it. Wow. So the loan starts for even as short as a day? Yes. Wow. That's uh, fantastic and uh, some good news for a lot of people who need to borrow out there. Now, then, can you talk to us about what you're observing on the ground, you know, in terms of uh, your customers that are utilizing this service? What have you seen so far? Yeah, so we look at what customers are using for. And really, prior to building this product, we, we already have in mind to make sure that the, the loan that customers take is um, fit for purpose. Now that we have been out in the market, we are looking at what people are using for. And I'm just going to share with you, medical expense or emergency home repairs actually came up top. Wow, okay. <laughs> medical so, you know, expense. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so we, we talk about underserved, right? Because mm. income is not as regular as the salaried uh, segment. Yeah. So imagine if I am not well and I'm out of work for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It means that, you know, from a cash flow perspective, I'm impacted. Now, mm. if I really need to go and see a doctor, I have medical attention, that's why I need to dip into something that is available to me. Okay. So we have seen a lot of usage, use case in this area. I see. Okay. Thanks a lot for that. Now, I, you know, earlier on the show, I mentioned that the you know, unsalaried employees, you know, they, uh, sorry, un- unlike a salaried employees who receive regular paychecks, we talk, when we talk about self-employed employees, you know, it's hard for them to assess their credit worthiness and predict their ability to repay debts. So how does GXX address this issue then of credit worthiness? Yeah, I think everyone deserves a chance. Mm. That, that's the way we see it, right? Yeah. So, you know, if there are customers who are coming in to, who may not have, uh, long enough credit history, new uh, new record, I think we can always start small. We don't really turn customers away. Really, we want customers to borrow within their means as well. So it's very important that we're not saying they come to us anytime and you're going to get a big loan. Mm. We will definitely help, but we want to ensure that they, they actually spend within their means. Yep. So what we do is start, start low, right? Okay. So if a customer comes to us and says, you know, I need this, we will look at it from a evaluate from customers' perspective, uh, uh, personal profile, and all, and say that yeah, for sure you can start out with a two thousand or three thousand loan with us. Mm. Now, with a product like ours, if you you know maintain discipline payment because there's always a monthly repayment, you can show that you are able to service the loan in in three six months. We have the tenure. We will always say that even our customers, you are doing great. Uh, we can help you further. Right. If you need a little bit more, we can increase our loan size. So really, it's helping from the onset. Uh, for, for those that need, uh, who, who don't have, you know, long enough history, we start low, but mm. we are there to go with them. Fantastic. That really sounds like you're empowering everyone else to use this as a responsible tool instead. Thank you so much, uh, Jen, for sharing with, sharing with us, you know, how it all works. Now, I'm sure that there's something that most of us would be quite curious to find out, and that would be the interest rates when it comes to these loan costs. So what's the interest rate here now? What's the cost involved? If I may, you know, just to set the, the, the stage, right, in terms of borrowing in the market, there's always interest rate. There yeah. will be processing fee, there's penalty fee, late payment fee, late interest. You name it, there are a couple of fee structure out there. 
Now, if we talk about interest rate uh, for flexi loan and against other products of similar nature out there, mm. customers tend not to understand the intricacy of how interest is calculated. Yeah. I mean, like anyone, I'm a layman who goes to a bank and says, what's the interest rate? And you hear this to say, for example, 3%, 4%, right? Mm. But no one asks a deeper question to say that, hey, how, how is interest calculated? Mm. In the market, it is pretty normal to have what we call the monthly rest approach. But where GXS has come with this product is what we call the daily interest approach. That's okay. why I said that you can borrow for a day if you want to, right? You only calculate, you only charge for that day. So interest is calculated on a daily basis. Okay. You use for two days, I charge you for two days. When I talk about monthly rest, if we talk about other financial institution, uh, quite normal to hear about monthly rest. Monthly rest means that interest is calculated for the whole month, regardless whether you have made an early repayment of okay. your outstanding amount. So, so that's the difference there. So interest is one consumers should look out for. Fees is, uh, is, is another anger that consumers should look out for. Right. I always say that, you know, when customers need a loan, the mindset is very different. I need a loan, I need a loan, I need a loan, right? Yeah. So after they take up a loan, then they realize, Oh, I did not check that there is a fee involved. Oh, man. oh you mean if I want to pay off this, I have to pay you 1%? Mm. You know, so all this comes into play. But it's usually a bit too late for someone, right? After taking a loan, you realize the, the you know, quote unquote, a trip that you're in. So, yeah. so that's why, you know, it's important for, for customers out there to do their homework upfront. So that you understand that when you are due, when you're taking a loan during the tenor, you are not unnecessarily burdened with other fees uh, and charges. I see. All right. Thanks a lot for that, Jen. Now then, we have to talk about the worst case scenario, right? I mean, in terms of repayment, what if someone isn't able to pay back their loan on time? I mean, is there a grace period? What are the late charges on these loans involved? Yeah, actually, to, to be fair, again, repayment is important. So, you know, because like we said, right, you have to borrow within your means. I think having repayment as a feature is a must to ensure that it's disciplined payment. And I think all financial institutions do that. Yeah. You'll be worrying if, let's say, you miss a payment, right? So, so something is already, it's already an indication. Maybe, maybe you need more time. Uh, it's also to instill discipline, right? Because if you give customers a chance not to pay for that month, may, who knows? Maybe they won't pay for the next two or three months, which mm. is not good for the consumer because at the end of the day, it will affect their credit borrowing history. Yeah. Yeah. So repayment is a must. Uh, there is always grace day. So you can understand that, let's say, for example, your due date is on the 22nd. You have to pay on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. But you never know. You know, you can maybe make a payment. Or you may have the funds on the 23rd morning yeah. or 24th in the afternoon. Yeah. So usually we will, we, I mean, most products give a grace day, but GXS give grace days as well, up to four days. Mm. That's to give you enough time, right? Yeah. Like, like we said, we are serving the underserved. Yeah. We do not have fixed income. Nothing is 100% certain. There, there might be days where the cash flow is a little bit lower. Mm. So, grace days are given. We don't charge a late fee, but what we have is a penalty interest. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, this is just more of, it is a small penalty interest just to ensure that we keep that discipline going. Mm. It's a balance, right? Yeah. Uh, between, you know, helping the consumer, helping not just by putting the loan in his hand and be fair and transparent, mm. but helping is also another way to say that, dear customers, you know, it is important that there is a disciplined payment approach. It helps you, it helps the bank. Mm. And, and so, you know, it makes sense for the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah of course, 100%. And it's, uh, it's never 
it's never good to take someone's kindness for granted after all. So, yeah, discipline is quite important, especially in the in the lines of um, money and, and loans as well. Now that at times, you know, individuals have the belief that they can splash the cash, but unknowingly fall into a debt trap. And that's something you mentioned earlier before, but can we dive a little bit more into it? And how should individuals approach, especially the undeserved individuals, approach uh, loans and to avoid being in a debt trap then? Yeah, I, I think like, like we always say, uh, an individual underserved segment needs a loan. That, that's one. But when, when we look at the, the reviewing of the loan amount that we can grant, we make sure that there, there is, they are able to borrow within their means. So mm. uh, I'm just using an example. If, if what, you, what you earn in a month is, for example, $2,500, mm. we're not going to say that, you know, you can come and say, hey, I need a $10,000 loan. But we know that, hey, at $2,500, your disposable income is pretty limited. And if we actually allow you to take up to 10000 it means that you will not be able to service the loan. Yeah. Considering you also have necessities to pay off. So we will advise the customer to say that, hey, you know what, at this rate, maybe you want to start off with um, $1,000 or $2,500 for that matter. So that's how we're going to ensure that when they say that I want a $10,000 loan, we're going to say that, you know what, it, it may be a bit too high for you at mm, the moment. Yeah. So take a lower amount. Let us help you. Maybe the stretch is in terms of tenor, right? Mm, mm. So, so rather than I say that, hey, you know, you pay me off in 12 months, you can say that we can actually structure this in such a way that you have 24 months to pay off. Right. So from a disposable income perspective and the ability to make the monthly repayment, it is more... Uh, available to the consumer in that sense, right? It is, it is something that he can afford. Mm. So there are a couple of things to look at in terms of channel, in terms of repayment, in terms of the amount. That's how we want to ensure that customers are not given too much loans that is, uh, you know, above what they can take. Yeah. Yeah, don't bite more than what you can chew. Right. Thank you so much for that, Jen. Now, before we let you go, what is one, th- one thing or one factor that you'd like our listeners to take away from this interview then? Yeah, I, I wanted uh, us to understand as consumers out there that taking a loan is not necessarily a bad thing. That there might be a negative uh, connotation to taking a loan. But I think a loan can be viewed as an enabler. It can help for various uh, part of your lifestyle. Uh, if I may, right, I, we have a customer who is a self-employed. Now, you know, he had to take a loan recently because he was spending so much time at his work that he has neglected his family. This all came from a consumer. Right. Now, he took a small loan just to take the family out on a holiday. Now, it may sound frivolous at first, right? How can you take a loan to go on holiday? Yeah. But he understood that he was able to pay it back in a few weeks. Mm. So that's why he took it. Family is happy. Business is happy. He is happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reasonable interest rate. No penalty fee. He took a loan uh, for the wife and child. He came back. He was able to pay off in three weeks. Wow. So it was, it was a little bit of interest he had to pay. Yes, that's the cost of borrowing. Yeah. But you see, at, in the long run, it, it benefits yeah. himself, the family, the business. So, you know, don't take it as if loan is a bad thing. Mm. Use it wisely. Spend within your means. And, and yeah, that's the takeaway I hope consumers can, can take away from today. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Jen, it's been such a fascinating conversation. Thank you. Likewise. Have a great day.
All right, now I've been speaking to Jen Ong, the head of credit products at GXS Bank, about what GXS Bank is doing to empower the financially underserved individuals through loans and how you can make financial access work for your goals as well as your aspirations today. Continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.